Hello, and welcome back to A Course in Miracles for Regular People. I am Reverend Robin, and this is episode 38. We will be continuing with chapter 2, The Separation and the Atonement, and we will also be continuing in section 2, which is entitled The Atonement as Defense. And we'll be right back to jump into that as soon as we give a shout out to our sponsor, Anchor. And we're back. So it says the atonement is the only defense that cannot be used destructively because it is not a device that you have made. The atonement principle was in effect long before the atonement began. The principle was love and the atonement was an act of love. Acts were not necessary before the separation because belief in space and time did not exist. It was only after the separation that the atonement and the conditions necessary for its fulfillment were planned. Then, a defense so splendid was needed that it could not be misused, although it could be refused. Refusal could not, however, turn it into a weapon of attack, which is the inherent characteristic of other defenses. The atonement thus becomes the only defense that is not a two-edged sword. It can only heal. So what is all this about a defense that turns into a weapon of attack? Well, think about the Department of Defense in a government. What does the Department of Defense do? It builds armies. It creates bombs and jets to drop those bombs on other countries to kill people and destroy things. And if someone is coming against you personally, don't you feel like you have to fight them off? So usually defense is a form of attack, but not in the case of the atonement. The atonement cannot be turned into a form of attack. It can only heal. So if I want to defend myself against the atonement, all I can do is refuse it. And in refusing it, it's not harming anyone. I'm just not getting the benefit of what was provided for me away back to God to remember the oneness and the unity. Continuing on, the atonement was built into the space-time belief to set a limit on the need for the belief itself and ultimately to make learning complete. The atonement is the final lesson. Learning itself like the classrooms in which it occurs, is temporary. The ability to learn has no value when change is no longer necessary. The eternally creative have nothing to learn. You can learn to improve your perceptions and can become a better and better learner. This will bring you into closer and closer accord with the sonship but the sonship itself is a perfect creation. And perfection is not a matter of degree. 
Only while there is a belief in differences is learning meaningful. So that's the whole reason for learning is to understand that there are no differences. All is one. All is well. And that's why the atonement is the final lesson. Because once we come to the understanding of the atonement, of the one, oneness, the at one once we get there, we've achieved perfection. We've achieved unity. And there is no reason to... There is not that there's no reason. There is nothing else to learn. Then we just create. And we are eternally creative and eternally perfect in and of God. So the atonement is the only defense that cannot be turned into a form of attack. And the atonement is the final lesson. When we come to the full understanding of atonement, there's nothing left to learn. We are completely perfect, holy and whole and one, at one mint, at one with God. Many blessings. Namaste. Namaste.